Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're joined now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line by Kevin Ibeck, the Senior Director of Pro Personnel and Pro Scouting for the Rays. Kevin, good morning. Great to have you with us here in St. Louis again. How are you? Good, Randy. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you uh, bringing me back after uh, talking to you all a couple years ago. It was a lot of fun. I want to start with this because you grew up in a sports family. Are you a hockey fan? And I, I guess during this time of year, are you always paying attention to the Rays one eye, or, the, or the, uh, the Lightning as well? I think uh, we've had the good fortune in Tampa Bay the last couple of years to have a lot of good sports teams. So I've been to my fair share of Bucks games and Lightning games, and I, I know the players, uh, everyone in the clubhouse, including myself, has been watching uh, the Bolts and excited to see them tie it up last night. Kevin, a lot of people do think that your organization is just smarter than everybody else out there. When you hear Randy say something like that, that the Rays are the smartest organization in sports, what's your re- reaction to that? Uh, it's it's flattering, Michelle, but it's also uh, something that I think the humility sets in. And I think, uh, you know, the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows of a 162-game season, there's a lot of examples of when uh, when I certainly don't go to bed at night feeling the smartest uh, person out there. And I know that extends to the other people in the front office as well. Well, you obviously have had a lot of success uh, in Tampa Bay, and the organization has a very firm ethos in the way that you do things. We're in awe by the way that you guys are able to build teams. Can you describe to us what the organizational philosophy is for scouting and development for uh, the baseball team? Sure. I've had a good fortune for a better part of a decade now of working with the Rays, and I think that I think, number one, whether it's with the players, uh, certainly Kevin Cash, our manager, uh, but but definitely with our scouts and our front offices, it's just the culture. Um, I think it's a little cliche, but building trust among uh, everybody, um, you know, across departments, uh, on the field, off the field, I think that's that's number one. And, then, and unless you have that trust in the organization that everybody's kind of pulling towards the same goal here, um, you know, you really have to have that to have a foundation of success. So I think trust for me, um, it is obviously something that we pride ourselves on, um, and it allows us, uh, you know, each of us in our own little spheres of, across the organization to uh, to excel and to try to pull our weight and, and, and get us uh, get us to the playoffs every year and, and to try to bring home a trophy. That trust among everybody that you mentioned, I said to Randy before you joined us during the commercial break that it seems to be, it seems as if there's great connectivity between the minor league and major league level. Is that correct? I think so. I, I think in an organization like ours, I know you all have alluded to our, you know, our payroll or lack thereof over the years. And I think we all realize the, the challenges that we face. And we know that, um, you know, so to speak, when that pipeline becomes dry, um, it doesn't put us in a good spot in the, in the major league organization. So we've always, uh, since I've been here again for over a decade, we've, we've prided ourselves in drafting, trading for, developing players, uh, getting them to the big leagues and, um, you know, really, you know, the culture of promoting from within and, um, you know, and bringing guys in from the outside that fit into our, you know, into our ecosystem, so to speak. And 
um, you know, can, can work towards that culture and, and help us sustain winning. Kevin Eibach, the Senior Director of Pro Personnel and Scouting for the Rays with Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. And Kevin, I think last year in the playoff series against Boston, you had 18 players from other organizations. And one thing that Mo said after the Rosarena postseason in 2020, he said, we have to know our players better than the opposition does. How much emphasis do you have on your scouts taking a look at other organizations, minor leaguers, and maybe finding a, a player like Rosarena that the Cardinals clearly weren't aware of what his upside was? Sure. I think you know, it extends in a lot of different areas. Last year was very unique with how many players we used uh, to get to the postseason and, and the different backgrounds that they came from. We had, we had, players on our roster last year that were selling solar panels um, prior to spring training. We, were, we had players that were playing uh, independent ball uh, during the pandemic, and we certainly had players that we traded for that we scouted uh, with other organizations. So it's just keeping an open mind um, to what can fit and what can, what can help us win and not really dwelling too much on where those players come from. Um, you know, I think that, that leads to success, and I think you always, you know, as I alluded to a few years ago when I talked to you all, you have to give up something to get something. And knowing your players and knowing, you know, what you already have in your system and be, be willing to give up value to, uh, to maybe find a fit that's going to help you win right now um, is something that we pride ourselves on. Kevin, who was selling solar panels before he came to play for the Rays? Uh, that was Lewis Head, who we have uh, once again, as, as transactional we are, we moved uh, him this past offseason to the Miami Marlins. So he's a, he's a part of the... <laughs> Uh, team on the other side of the state there in their bullpen right now. But, uh, yeah, he was out of baseball selling solar panels and found himself uh, pitching seventh, eighth innings for us throughout the year that's, last year. That's fantastic. That's an incredible <laughs> story. Well, Kevin, the last time we had you on, it was to react to the uh, – how do I describe this? To Randy Rosarena lighting the world on fire, essentially, <laughs> in the postseason. And, obviously, the famous Randy Rosarena-Matthew Libertor t- trade between the Rays and um, the Cardinals – you had told us then that the Tampa Bay Rays organization had circled Randy Rosarena's name for a while, that he was someone that you had had your eye on. Can you, for those who may not have heard it in our audience, explain why he was so intriguing to you and then uh, assess what you've seen out of him so far since he's come to Tampa Bay? Sure. You know, obviously what Randy did in the postseason in 2020 speaks for itself and, and what the value he's brought to our club over the last few years, um, you know, certainly is. Um, been a been a welcome addition to our club, but Randy's someone that we we had longed uh, to acquire um, from St. Louis, and uh, we fell into the good fortune that St. Louis had a lot of right-handed hitting outfielders, and we were pretty left-handed uh, in the outfield. So it just uh, it was persistence on our part to you know continue discussions and, and talk with the Cardinals to find it to find if there was going to be a fit, whether it was with Randy or one of the other uh, right-handed hitting outfielders there. And I think those discussions over time and, um, you know, the, the way I always tell people is, you know, trades happen over, over a long period of time. Usually you, it's discovering the player, it's becoming familiar with that player. Um, but just the discussions themselves, a lot of times you just don't pick up the phone and the deal's done by the time you hang up. It's multiple phone calls, it's multiple conversations. And in Randy's case, this, this spanned a few years. Um, you know, and, and so ultimately when we were able to acquire him, I think it was a, a great addition for our team. It was a really good fit um, because of the, the handedness at the plate and what we were looking for. And we had to give up a, a pretty good value to get that. We gave up our first round pick in Libby. And, uh, you know, I know I said at the time that, you know, probably the Cardinals fans weren't as familiar with him uh, being in the minor leagues. But now that he's made his debut and had some success at AAA, I, I think that 
hopefully, uh, you know, the fans in St. Louis can see the, uh, you know, see the same value that we saw in him when we drafted him in the first round. And Kevin, before that, you traded another left-hander for another right-handed hitting outfielder from the Cardinals when you got Tommy Pham and Henesis Cabrera came to St. Louis. Is Henesis Cabrera now what you expected he would be? I think so. I, I think uh, Tabby was one of those guys during the time that we always were intrigued by the arm strength. He came up through the minor leagues as a starting pitcher. Um, you know, we knew that, you know, with some, with some left-handers especially, you'll see guys with, uh, you know, less velocity that are more touch-and-feel guys that have to make their, make their stand as a starting pitcher and be able to eat innings. I think in Tabby's role, we knew that, um, you know, if there was a fork in the road and he had to go to the bullpen or stay in the rotation, he had the ingredients, he had the arm strength to do both. And uh, that was another one, that, you know, a very talented left-hander that we didn't want to give up. Um, but Tommy Pham was a really good fit for us at the time. And again, uh, not to beat a dead horse, but we were so left-handed that getting that right-handed bat was something that uh, was really important to us at the time. Hey, Kevin, a couple of more things. Number one, whenever you guys sign an injured pitcher, I say he's going to succeed. I, I don't know why it is. And I want you to tell me why you guys can go out and get Michael Walkers and Rich Hills and Corey Kluber pitches tonight. Why is it that the Rays can find these guys that have been injured and resurrect them? Well, I think that, you know, step number one is keeping an open mind and knowing that injuries are going to happen. I mean, it has happened to us certainly a lot this year and in previous years. And knowing that we're going to need all 40 players on the on the 40-man roster and then some uh, just to get through the season. So understanding that, you know, you're not setting expectations so high that we, we go sign a Corey Kluber and need him to throw 200 innings. Um, it's to come in here and, and fit into what we're trying to do. Um, and, and not tax him in a way that's going to cause him to break down. So um, I think that's step number one is just keeping an open mind. And then the credit really goes to, you know, Kyle Snyder, Stan Borowski, our pitching group, um, and then our medical group, Joe Benj and his trainers, um, you know, do a wonderful job of just staying ahead of everything. I think injury is as much prevention as it is, you know, being reactive to, to when an injury occurs. And I think that, you know, a lot of people in our organization from the minor leagues on up uh, do a wonderful job just, um, you know, individualizing the, the process and understanding that every every pitcher, every player is going to have different needs and different methods of training uh, that are going to keep them healthy all year. So not treating everybody, uh, you know, in a cookie cutter way, but, you know, really hyper individualizing the process to, to each player we bring in. And Kevin, one final thing. When we look around Major League Baseball, we see James Click in Houston. We see Andrew Friedman and his staff in L.A. We see Heim Bloom and what Boston is doing now. Is there a common denominator that you guys pick up in Tampa that you take other places, or that those guys have taken other places? Is, is there a secret sauce, in other words, to the success that the Rays not only have had in Tampa, but have taken other franchises? going back to Andrew Friedman and then, you know, James and Heim and Matt Arnold over in Milwaukee, um, you know, certainly, certainly I, I think the, the core DNA there is, is what I alluded to at the beginning of this conversation. And it's just the open-mindedness and the curiosity and blending the science and the art and understanding that there's a lot of different perspectives, um, you know, that goes into player evaluation and, um, you know, looking for, looking for different ways and, uh, you know, to develop players and not sticking to the tried and true method. It's it's be willing to break a few windows um, along the way just to uh, just to see what makes sense and then what fits our organization. I think bringing that mindset and that curiosity and that open mindedness to their new teams, um, you know, lends itself to success elsewhere. So really happy for for all of those guys that have gone on to uh, bigger and better things in other organizations and. Uh, 
you know, certainly uh, shared a lot of interesting and fun times with them when they were here. Kevin, one of the rules of our show, Carriker and Smallman, is that once a guest appears twice, he's officially a friend of the show. <laughs> so you're officially a friend of the show here on, uh, on 101 ESPN. We, uh, we appreciate talking to you because you're great. Appreciate that, Randy, Michelle. Uh, next time I'm in St. Louis, I will, uh, I will renew our friendship and maybe stop by in person. Love it. Thank you very much, Kevin. Take care. All right. Take care, guys. See you. Kevin Eibach, he is the Senior Director of Scouting and Personnel for the Tampa Bay Rays, an impressive organization and an impressive guy. Absolutely. Uh, but Randy, now that he's a friend of the show, did we just give the Tampa Bay Rays a victory oh, we tonight? May, we may the character in Smallman Bob? We may have. I didn't even think of <laughs> did that. Did we just inadvertently cause the Cardinals <laughs> to lose? <laughs> yeah. So what an impressive organization, though. And he's been there for decades, like he said. And the players that they've acquired over the years, at the price that they've acquired them, is something that nobody else in baseball has been able to accomplish and get to World Series. I mean, Oakland ha- has had success over the years, but the Rays have been to a couple World Series with this plan. It's, it is really impressive. And when you think about their financial standing, there's no way that that team should be as successful as they are. But that's one thing that I really appreciate Kevin explaining is the, the trust and connectivity that's happening within every facet of the organization. They clearly have one common ideology and everyone is pulling the rope the same way. There's no conflict. And it makes me think of Mike Schiltz and the Cardinals and the philosophical differences. Mm-hmm. And I know that you really do have to have everyone on board with the same thing and pulling the rope the same way for something to work. Um, and, and I wonder if they look at somewhere like Tampa and they see how connected everybody is there. And that's something that they are are preaching here, even though they've had that for a long time. I mean, we talked to Randy Flores yesterday. They, they have it going in different facets of right. the Cardinals as well. But I understand whether it's hitting or whether it's drafting and development, it is difficult when you have conflicting thought processes. And I would think that once you're a pro sports franchise that wins, it's hard for people to subjugate their ego because everybody thinks that they're the reason the team is succeeding, right? Mm-hmm. And so... For a franchise like Tampa Bay, and like he said, four guys, Matt Arnold, Milwaukee, James Click, Houston, Heimblum, Boston, Andrew Friedman, Dodgers, all of those people have gone on to bigger and better things. And like you said, there there isn't that inner conflict. They they appear to have an organizational organizational philosophy that everybody's on board with. And they have great depth there and Every team can have depth, but it seems like they do a better job of maximizing the talent with the depth that they have. When you can go out and get a guy that was selling solar panels, that's pitching high leverage (laughs) situations for you. (laughs) That's a good way to build depth. (laughs) No doubt. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. 
And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.